Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice. Richard Randall here along with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker. She is the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, let's talk about how to be 100% prepared to buy a home financially. How do home buyers get prepared to buy a home? Well, unfortunately, a lot of them don't. I mean, I talk to them all the time where they say, well, we weren't planning on moving, but then we saw this house and we just went over and blah, 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 right? Yeah. Um, but homes right now in this market under 400000 you can plan on being in competition for that house. And almost, almost immediately. I mean, yeah. it, it's not like you get a, a week or two to get up to speed, no, right? No, you got you to gotta move on it quickly. So if you're, if you're even considering making a move, the best situation is to get financially prepared. Right. So, um, so that means, you know, number one, hiring the right agent, right? Because the biggest complaint we get from buyers is, oh, by the time I found out about it, it was already gone. Right. Right. So how do you get, you know, right now, real-time access to plan to get in the door? I actually met with somebody that I'm considering bringing on to my team yesterday, and she's been wandering around with... Um, her sister who's buying a house. Right. And she sat through the whole process and the first part was great, but then when they wanted to look at homes, they'd call and oh they couldn't get a hold of their agent. Boom, it's under contract. So they she told me they felt like they were doing all the work. And it, it saddened me because it's not it, the way we do it. No, no, no. And, and and I want to remind people that because you're being prepared to buy a home financially, it doesn't commit you. It, it commits you uh, only to get the information, to get your right. ducks in a row, right? Yeah. Get but, ready just in case you have to pull the trigger. And, so, and people shouldn't have to do all this work themselves. There's no. a reason why they have an agent. That's right. Because we're trying to find, you know, our, our team gets sits down, interviews you, finds out exactly what you're looking for, and we go to try to find it. Not just homes that are on the MLS. Anybody could do that, right? right? We try to find your house. And it's not so. just hit or miss. I mean, I, again, you sit down and find out what is important to people. I mean, right. Talk to me about that a little bit, because what, what is important to me in terms of looking for a home may be very different from our, our producer, Jason Hunt, or, yeah. or your photographer. Each person has certain things that they're looking for, and it might be in one home or it might be in five, but you're the person, you and your team are the person to sort that out. How do you do that? We ask questions. We'll sit down. We have a whole four-page interview sheet where we find out what's a must-have, what's a what's a want, and and we ask each party if it's a couple because sometimes they're different. Yes. So we want to try to find what the group of them are looking for, so that we go out and find that home, and it's we know you know because what a lot of buyers complain about was oh that agent didn't show me anything I liked. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and nobody wants to know. waste exactly nobody wants to waste their time, and especially right. a lot of times that's time after work or time on the weekends. That's valuable prime time for Absolutely. people. Absolutely, and you know. We, uh, we hold open houses to launch our new listings. And so typically there's a good crowd. We did one last weekend. We filled up the cul-de-sac. The neighbors are coming over going, what is going on here? And we, it, was, it was packed. Yeah. And um, we, we observe what other agents are doing at these open houses. And it's interesting to me that many times they'll come in and go, oh, did so-and-so register? And we'll go, oh, yeah. And they say, well, that's my buyer. And then they walk up to him and go, hi, I'm so-and-so. Nice to meet you. I'm a Pop-Tart. Isn't that what you yeah, call them? Yeah, a Pop-Tart. So well, explain what a Pop-Tart is, because to me, it's one of the most disingenuous things could ever happen in a business relationship. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
well, we call it pop tarting, meaning an agent pops out of the toaster when they get a request to show a house and they go. So we know that buyers want houses. Okay, of course they do. That's what they're doing. But, you know, if we go and meet them at the house, first of all, we don't know if they can buy the house, which is a problem for sellers. If they knew agents were showing homes to buyers and they didn't have any idea whether or not they could even buy a couch on Craigslist, let That's alone a house. That's a waste of everybody's time. Absolutely. And then what if that buyer doesn't like that house? Yes. They almost always never like that house. They end up with a different one. So that's why we make an offer. Hey, is that the only home you're interested in? Or would you be interested in other homes that might represent even better deals, even homes you can't find online? Right. And we meet with them. We sit down. We interview them. Then we go shopping because we know what they want. Plus we help them get the best financing. So now I have two preferred lenders that are excellent that can close in three weeks, get them pre-approved. So there's a comfort level that when they make an offer, they're highly, highly likely to get approved because they're, they've got their ducks in a row. There is just such a world of difference between meeting with you and your team and, and going through this, being able to ask questions, have questions answered, get to, to know each other, because it's a relationship yeah. as opposed to just saying, well, I'll meet you out at the home and we'll take it from there. That That's... It's, it's well, it's, a, it's, it's because there's no training. There's very, very little training in the industry. Right. And most buyers and sellers will kind of work with the first real estate agent that they come across. Uh, and that's unfortunate, you know, because they, it, they may not be the best person. That's for the totally job. random. I, yeah. you, you would do, you wouldn't do that with anything else. You wouldn't say, well, the first person who uh, comes up in terms of working on furnaces or, or uh, taking care of my car, it's going to be somebody who knows what they're doing. I've heard good references from, and, and right. the reference here is 100%, not just for me, but talk to other people who've dealt with Barb or her team. Barb, and, listen, and go you ahead. Know, um, uh, the younger generation, Jason can attest to this, they check stuff out online first yeah. before they use anybody. So they're doing a lot of research behind the scenes that most agents don't even know about. But, you know, agents use this lead source in order to get FaceTime with a client. And to me, it's not the best service for the customer, in my opinion. No, it's so. it, it's just, I don't think it's right. When, when a, a buyer wants to make an offer, how can they get prepared so that they're, I mean, the whole object here is to make an offer that's going to be accepted. How, how do you prepare for that? Well, um, there's a couple ways you can do it. So like just last weekend, my partner, Nick, handled this one property. We had, I can't remember, I think five offers and they were all pretty similar. They did not take the highest offer because it wasn't going to appraise. So they had to evaluate who had their financial ducks in a row. And I, I suggested to him, make sure you talk to these lenders about these buyers that are the top contenders right. to see what you know about them. Um, because if if the lenders are you know typing on a keyboard when you mention their name, they probably don't know them. Um, and you, you want definitely want to know, did, did this buyer not just pick up the phone because there's a difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval. Yes. Pre-qualification is you picked up the phone, you talked to a lender for 15 minutes, they pulled your credit. Okay, based on what you say, if it's true, you can afford this much for a house. If it's true. And, if it's and true. Then you could. It's all contingent. Right. So that's uh, pre-approval and pre-qualification, two completely, completely different things. So a pre-approval, it means the buyer has substantiated all of their income, their assets, their cash, they've checked out their credit, they've turned in their tax returns, all the documents that they need to submit to get approval for a loan. And 
really all they need next is for them to pick a house, get an appraisal, and close. And we've got lenders that can do that in three weeks. Let's get let's give a hypothetical here. So uh, I I go out. I want to buy a home. I've been out. We keep talking about that four hundred and fifty four hundred thousand dollar benchmark. I go out and and everything's worked out well in life. So I've been pre approved to four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now when it comes to dealing with you and, and working with you and going out and looking at homes, how does that change how we look at things? Well, I mean, not every buyer wants to buy the full amount of what they qualify for. Exactly. You know, they should have already consulted with their lender to determine payment-wise where they're comfortable. It may not be that number. It might be a lower number. Or they could potentially afford more and allow me to show them homes that are just a little above that to get them something that they need. It just it just depends. But I don't personally I don't like pushing the envelope on price. If they say they qualify for 450, I'm not going to go out and show them a 550 house because they'll just end up getting disappointed and not like me. Well, and, and the other thing is, in the long term, you want people to be satisfied, to be able to afford something, to have the home that they want. And and people do have concerns about going back to the bubble and, and the fact that, you know, you can be approved without even having to show much by way of, of financial capability. And, and people are going out and buying homes that they could never, never afford. Right. I, I, I talked to one lender that said, she had an agent that did that all the time. So she intentionally wrote a less, a lower pre-qualification letter because she knew that agent was going to go out and push the price. Wow. Wow. It's <laughs> crazy. But. So um, if you want to get in touch with Barb, the, the way you do that is your home sold guaranteed realty. You can reach Barb as always at 719-301-3900. Again, that's 719-301-3900. Or barbhasthehomes.com. Uh, Barb, what are some other things that a buyer can do to get financially prepared? Well, um, probably the biggest dilemma that many potential home sellers that are going to buy another home face is if they, if they have to make an offer contingent on their home selling, it's a little bit tougher to get approval for, for your offer, acceptance on your offer, because all the other buyers probably don't have to sell a home. But they could go ahead and get their home under contract first, maybe be passed inspection and appraisal. Hey, we're good to go. We're just ready to close. I've got one closing next week just like that, where when they submitted their offer, they were way further along in their process as far as buying or, or selling that home. And then it was okay. But um, if it, and I think a lot of buyers are, are afraid of getting stuck with two payments right. in that situation. Right. And actually, when you close on a home, you don't make your first payment for at least a month, sometimes two months. And with this hot market, as long as you're priced right, we can move the home quickly. Average days on market for average agents is about 30 days right now. Well, and, and I think that's the key. And, and, and again, why the recommendation could not be stronger for Barb Schlinker. It is because she has the experience, because she has the ability to communicate with people. And one of the things that you deal with so well with people is their fears, their concerns, their, their misconceptions, their myths about all of this. Again, the way to get in touch with Barb is seven. 319-301-3900. How are other ways to get in touch with you? You can visit our website. If you're selling, Barb has the buyers.com. If you're buying, Barb has the homes.com. Or to get insider access to homes not found on Zillow and other websites, 
go to our private Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and type in Coming Soon Colorado Springs. I love it. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She is your host, the show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the top 10 questions to ask before you ever even hire a real estate agent. Stay tuned for that. 